This is Shane Gibson's Closing Bigger Sales Podcast from ClosingBigger.net. Today we're going to talk about social CRM. Social CRM, in my opinion, is something that's going to change significantly the way people operate their corporate databases, even the way you and I manage our contacts in our BlackBerry or our iPhone integrated with our contact management solution on our laptop or on our web interface, say through something like Salesforce.com. We're seeing hints of this development as recently as the last couple of weeks when Salesforce came out with a partnered plugin that integrates Twitter with Salesforce.com. But let's talk about the significance of this. In the past, you'd get someone's business card at a networking event. You would scan that card to your card scanner or you'd get real old school and enter the data itself. You then would make calls to me intermittently and hopefully schedule some follow-up appointments to make sure we stay in touch. And you would kind of you kind of record as we went along what you knew about me as a customer. If you saw a press release come out of my company, you might update and make a note on the database. If you sent me out a sample or a proposal or I emailed you, you might record that activity as well. Ideally, what you're doing is also tracking my purchasing habits to kind of understand what I'm about and kind of predict when I'm going to next need your product or service or what the cycle is in my business or my personal life. But all this is done through observation. All this is done through recording and looking at history. And when I go into corporations, the good ones, the really good ones, their database only has about 30% dead leads, bad information, and inaccurate contacts. Most, most are pushing, if we get into large companies, are pushing 80% widowed lead or defunct contact details or just information, business intelligence on companies or individuals that is way off. So along comes social CRM. So what is social CRM? We've got a number of social media monitoring companies and platforms out there. So you can now monitor a particular client through keywords or even connect their contact details because you've got permission to connect them through Twitter and whatnot and be able to see what they're up to and what their behaviors are and monitor messaging and communication. So these are really social media monitoring tools. Then you have web analytics companies which determine what a user's behavior is based upon IP address or if they log into the website even more, what their activities are online. So we see these social media monitoring and web analytics companies now merging or buying each other out or they start to expand into each other's space. But both of them are moving towards what Salesforce.com is doing, which they've got this really robust but easy to access, really non-software version of a CRM. So now we look at this, what's occurring is these three major tools are coming together. This is not really just my hypothesis. In fact, I think if I remember correctly, there was an interesting blog entry written by a Salesforce.com user. And then based upon a bit more Googling, I went and found some great articles by Jeremiah Aoyang from web-strategist.com. And at web-strategist.com, he talked about social CRM. But again, it was a forward-looking thought or prediction. But here's the power of this. Here's the evolution of CRM. You'll be connected to your clients via Facebook, based upon permission and relationships you built with them, or through user groups in Facebook. We'll be connected to some people in LinkedIn. Twitter will be subscribed to their blog feeds. There's even, tra- there's even travel social media tools where people can update you on their recent trips. But what occurs is that 
all of these tools have permission-based monitoring. In other words, when you're connected with someone on Facebook, you can see what events they went to, what major events in their life, who they've communicated to, what their favorite products or websites are. On Twitter, based upon someone's recent links, you can see what they prefer and what they find interesting. Based upon the information they pass on to other people, you can see what they feel is relevant to share with their group. And you can also tune it in for keywords. So here's what occurs. Imagine you're in an interface like a salesforce.com or looking at it through Maximizer or looking at it through Oracle or a Microsoft CRM, but you're able to plug in their Facebook, their Twitter, their LinkedIn ID, pull their information from zoominfo.com corporately, plus your Google alerts, plus their friend feed, and all these things pull into one interface. And now you can dial in and determine what information you want to see about what prospects. So all of a sudden what occurs is all their activity online, all their exclamations about their latest trip somewhere, their Twitter updates, their blog updates, their corporate information that Google finds for you, it pulls it all into one place. So all that data is not just somewhat relevant, but relevant by the second. What this will also do is if you're selling to me and you realize that I like videos, so you post videos on your, on your Facebook profile about recent things your company's been doing and what you've been up to, and you share that information with me and several other people you've determined is interested in that, but I no longer want to watch your videos. I simply, as a Facebook user, dial down the permissions so you no longer can contact me or monitor information. So in essence, it is now totally up to the consumer to a large degree, or even to the business client to determine what information you get on me and when. But to those that are fully engaged and we're connected to in multiple networks, we now begin to develop a 360 degree view of that client and their activities online, only feeding them information that they need and that they feel is relevant in timing and in mediums that they want. So this is kind of my prediction moving forward. I don't think it's going to happen in the next six months. If you listen to this podcast in two years from now and it still hasn't happened, uh, I'm not going to be embarrassed. I'm just going to be disappointed because I think that if these tools can come together, this concept of social CRM combining web, web analytics, their social media behavior, plus the corporate information and real life information you get from the client, what it's going to do is it's going to do the client as favor as well and the salesperson. Salespeople, if you're listening to this as a consumer, salespeople don't want to call you if you don't want to hear what they have to say. Contrary to popular belief, we don't get a kick out of picking up the phone and annoying the heck out of you. In fact, I would like to know, based upon your behavior online, when you're most likely online and quickly give you a buzz through Skype or send a quick Twitter message to you to let you know about something that's going on or ask you a question when you are most open to dialogue. These are the types of things that social media monitoring combined with CRM are going to be able to do in the future. I think it's going to create total relevant databases. We're not going to have widowed leads or customer data out of date or research out of date. And it's going to be a way that's going to increase efficiencies of organizations significantly. We're going to determine whether someone likes to read emails or would rather prefer to read blogs or would like to participate in webinars. All this information is going to be available and pulled into one place. Is it going to be a big leap? I don't think so. The technology is already there to pull this information. It just needs the right team or organization or group of organizations to collaborate on it. Why am I sharing this? Yes, this is a forward look at what's going to happen in social customer relations management, but here's the deal. These tools will be here in 24 to 36 months in some form or other, connected to most major networks. 
you as a sales professional, or if you're listening to this as a CEO or a senior executive, need to be prepared. You need to help your team and yourself and your company enable as many people in your organization to build strong relationships, not become pitch artists, but strong relationships and community connections online so that by the time these types of tools are available, you can capitalize on that by having a large connection and level of credibility to the community. This is Shane Gibson's Closing Bigger Sales Podcast from ClosingBigger.net.